welcome to Daily Doses of Destiny. What is popping, friends? I am back with another episode of Daily Doses of Destiny. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Um, I've been working. <laughs> I've been working. I've been being a mom. I've been living my best life. Nope. You know what? In fact, on second thought, child, I've been healing. <laughs> I've been doing the work. I've been digging deep and really, really, really trying to get my life. <laughs> I've been trying to come for everything that's mine. Child, I've been snatching it. <laughs> trying to get my life. Um, but I am back. This is this is good for me. I always come back to this, no matter how long or how far away I may stray. I always come back to it because I'm passionate about it. I love it. I like to do it. I'm good at it. Um, so I'm back, friends. I hope you missed me. I missed you. Now, y'all know I got my wine. I definitely got my wine. My house is super quiet. Today's actually my son's birthday. It's his third birthday. Um, my youngest baby. Whew. Today's been a day. I'm telling you, being a mom is... <laughs> child, I don't know what happened. I feel like I've been running around all day doing stuff. And I'm happy to do it, like... I, I, I've been saying all day, like, I love birthdays, but I actually, like, I hate them because it's a lot, especially when you're a single mom. It's kind of like you're doing everything. I just, I have a tendency to just go, 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 and I don't even stop and think about it. I'm just doing it. Um, but the day's finally kind of ended. It's eight o'clock. My kids are in the bed. You know, they've had their cookies or candy, and we celebrated my son's birth, um, which I'm super excited about. He's He's getting bigger. He's three. My oldest son will be five in January. My birthday is coming up. It's almost Capricorn season, period. <laughs> the best season that there is. But in this season, I do want to take some time to reflect. So when I say I've been getting my life, I've been getting my life. Getting my life. Which brings me to today's Daily Dose. The Daily Dose. <laughs> is kind of a two-parter. It's going to be Daily Dosing of some more self-loving. Our very first episode of Daily Doses um, was dedicated to self-love. I really think we need to reiterate that. Like, self-love is so important. It's so, so important. Like, nothing else I say on this podcast, nothing else you will hear me say or do will matter if you do not have love for self. It it starts with you. It sounds so cliche, super corny, but it really does. Like you have to affirm yourself because if you don't love yourself, if you cannot enjoy your own company, if you can't kick it by yourself, it's pointless. Going out into the world every day and trying to form relationships with people, whether that be romantically or platonically or just friendships, it's not going to work. You have to love yourself. So we're going to reiterate that. But we're also going to do some, some daily dosing of forgiveness. 
Because in order to love yourself, I think forgive, you need a healthy dose of forgiveness to be mixed up in there somewhere. Um, I also want to give a shout out to myself, period, because we got daily doses on Apple Podcasts. That was such a big deal to me. Like, I don't know <laughs> why. That was a huge deal. Like, I literally almost had a heart attack. I was like, stop. <laughs> That's a big deal. Um, Apple Podcasts is one of the largest streaming platforms for podcasts. So for me to be on Apple Podcasts, it just literally, it's almost like being verified on like Twitter or Instagram. I don't know. It's like a thing. Um, but everybody, because everyone has an iPhone. I mean, if you don't, that's fine. But like get your life and go get an iPhone. <laughs> everybody has an iPhone. And Apple Podcasts is automatically downloaded onto an iPhone. And so for me to be able to just search up daily doses, just put a huge smile on my face. So we are now available on Apple Podcasts. So stay tuned for your daily dose of some self-loving. I got to remind y'all, we are not going to go um, any further with this with this podcast, with this episode, until we really, really, really understand self-love. Um, and this podcast is going to go in another direction. It was kind of leaning one way, but I kind of want to snatch it back and bring it another way. Um, so stay tuned. Oh, where do I start? So, to all my listeners, whoever you are, don't take it personal. Um, if there's like a large gap in between this episode and the last one, I've literally been MIA. Like when I tell you I have been in the creepy cuts, I have been in the cut, in the crevices, in the cracks, in the corner. I have literally been in the house like if anybody asks if anyone knows me and they were to ask like destiny where have you been like i have been getting my life and by getting my life i've been praying i've been in communication with god i've been in therapy um i've been spending time with myself i've been spending time with my kids and i feel so good like i feel this feeling is peace it's just it's joy um but I really want to kind of reiterate the self-love aspect. Um, and going forward each day, or I'm sorry, each episode, we will have a topic that I want to discuss. But before we go any further, like I said, I really want to hone in on the importance of self-love. So for me, self-love looks like being gentle with myself and having grace, the same grace and mercy that I extend to other people, I extend to myself. And it's almost exhausting. I'm not going to lie and sit here and say that it's something that I have mastered or that I'm even good at it at this, good at at this point. But it's something I'm intentionally working on. So what that looks like for me, excuse me, friends, (laughs) what that looks like for me is positive self-talk. I have a tendency to negatively self-talk about myself, which I think we all have a healthy dose of humility that keeps us humble so we don't cross over into narcissism. So I think we all need to kind of check ourselves, but we also have that small voice that can bring us back down and that can whisper, you know, issues of self-doubt. And my positive self-talk is literally the moment I start to say, oh, I don't don't feel very pretty today, or I don't feel very good about myself today, or whatever the case may be, I immediately slice it in half. I don't even give it any life. I immediately shut that thought down. And when you do that, 
and you're intentional about your thoughts, you start to realize how much negative self-talk you have. Like you start to realize how much you talk bad about yourself. Like when I say each time I had a negative thought, I had to, it's like exercise for your brain. I'm literally training my brain to not think that way and go, my brain wants to go right when I'm telling my brain to go left. Like I'm instantly telling myself, hey, we're not going to say that. We're not going to think about that. We're going to do that. And it's reprogramming my brain. So self-love looks like positive self-talk, telling myself that I am more than worthy, more than capable of doing things that I would normally tell myself I wouldn't do. Like this podcast, for instance. Um, Self-love also looks like boundaries to me. And I'm not talking about boundaries from a narcissistic or egotistical place, right? So not, oh, I'm better than this person or I'm better than you or... Um, I don't have to, I don't have to put up with this because I'm too good. I'm not saying boundaries from that place. I'm saying boundaries from a healthy place and a self-aware place. Because what I'm noticing is um, when you realize that a lot of people are operating from hurt and trauma and pain and insecurities, and they're just projecting one to you, you learn grace. And you learn the difference between when someone's projecting onto you and when someone's holding you accountable. And I say that to say that when you place boundaries in your life, it's not because you want to hurt the other person. Boundaries are strictly for you. They're for yourself. They're not to hurt that other person to, you know, stick it to them or show them that you can do better or to F them. It's literally for you. And if you set boundaries in place in your life for you and you keep you at the center of that boundary, it will never come from an egotistical place. It will always come from a place of self-preservation and self-care. So for instance, what that looks like for me, I recently made a couple new friends um, and rekindled some old friendships. And what I realized is, you know, you can be codependent upon friends. You can have unhealthy relationships with friends as well. So what that looks like is understanding that any relationship that is not reciprocated or reciprocating what you're giving if it's in a positive form. So whether that be, you know, genuality, if you're being genuine to a friend and you're genuinely concerned about their well-being and they're not genuinely concerned about you, cutting that friendship off is a form of self-care or placing boundaries in that friendship is a form of self-care because what what you're saying is I am not going to give out more than I'm getting back. And that's a big problem for me. I silently, or excuse me, I loudly and very pronouncedly, I will do so much for a friend. I will pay for the food when we go out. I'm going to call you and check on you. Whatever you need, I'm here for you. Wham, bam, whatever. I'm going to be that friend for you, 10 toes down, period. Loyal. And then when I don't get that back, when that's not reciprocated for me, I get very upset. I get bitter. I get angry. And it's kind of like, I can't expect me from other people. But what I have to realize is that's a boundary that just has not been in place. And when I put that boundary in place, I realized, hey, don't give out too much. You you can't be giving all of your all to these people and then they don't give it back to you. So so to protect yourself, self-preservation, the first rule of survival is self-preservation. To preserve me, to love me is to not give all of my all to people who are not going to give it back to me. 
I have to realize that that is not something that I am capable of doing and that I deserve to have people who are going to show up for me just as much as I show up for them. And if they're not showing up for me in that capacity, I'm not going to show up for them. And that doesn't mean I don't love them. That doesn't mean I'm not a good friend. That just means I love myself enough to have a boundary in place and to give that energy to other places and other relationships that deserve it. And that's going to give it back to me. That's all. Um, so self-care looks like boundaries, secondly. Um, thirdly, for me, self-care looks like forgiveness. Now, I str- I've been struggling with this one. <laughs> like I've been struggling with this one. I am a naturally stubborn person. I'm very prideful, very prideful. And you know what? I'm going to call it by its name. It's, it's borderline, it's borderline um, bitterness. Because I have a tendency to tell grudges against people. But I'm, I'm sure all my listeners, I'm sure you've heard that forgiveness isn't for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. That is so true. That's so true. Because when I'm telling you, I'm sitting here looking at a list or thinking of a list in my head of people that have done me wrong or that have upset me. And when I tell you these people are going on about their lives... Like they're going about their lives. They're literally not missing a beat. And I'm sitting and I was sitting, you know, here just upset and just my life is on pause. So for self-care looks like forgiveness. Because the reason why it's important for you to forgive is it frees you, it sets you free. And before I think we're kind of getting lost in the sauce because before you can forgive anybody you have to forgive yourself please feel me feel me and understand me when i say in order to forgive anybody else before you go and forgive you know mr mr time down the hall or mr hank down the block you have to forgive you first for even allowing yourself to put yourself in that situation i have a big problem with that Because, you know, I I don't like to forgive anybody. It's like, you know, for example, listen, (laughs) friends, I've been going through it. Hold up, hold up. My wine. (laughs) You feel me? So, for instance, for example, (sighs) I was dating a guy a a few months ago. And this man broke my heart, right? Broke my heart. And I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. It was too much. And I had to forgive him. Forgiving him was very hard because don't get me wrong. It's still fuck that nigga. Like, it's still fuck you. You know, it's not, it's not, oh, excuses passes no it's still fuck you because at the end of the day we're adults we all have choices to do what we do you know people choose to do what they do so i have no excuses for this man i haven't spoken to this man in months i'm i'm done i've exhausted all chances and possibilities right but i had to forgive him for what he did to me i had to forgive myself for allowing him to do it to me and that goes for everybody so The reason it's important is I had to set myself free because I was in bondage doing a bid 
held hostage because of what I allowed him to do to me. And I was so mad, but I had to realize I was mad at myself because I put myself in a situation because I knew this man was no good. You feel me? I knew he wasn't shit. Come on now, we know. He ain't shit. He still ain't shit. (laughs) And I still chose to engage in relationships with him or dealings with him. And that goes for friends as well, dealing with people you know, I shouldn't be dealing with it's borderline self-sabotaging behavior. So I have to forgive myself for even putting myself in such a predicament. And once I did that, baby, listen, I was set free. I love myself so much. And I know people say that. Listen, pick up your phone right now. Keep the episode playing, but pick up your phone. You know, scroll on over to your TikTok. You feel me? You got, or your Instagram or whatever, Facebook, Twitter. And you have so many like examples of a false self-love. Oh, I love myself. There's a difference between like self-love and like vanity, you know, being just vain and just being full of yourself. But once you once you realize and you really tap into who God, man, let me tell you about God. <laughs> I want to see me like God sees me. I want to love me like God loves me. I want a man that loves me like God loves me. You feel me? Like when you really tap into yourself and you start to say, hey, like I got to be honest with myself. There's nobody out here who's going to be ever honest with me. I got to love myself. You have plenty of examples of this false. Oh, I'm the the S-H-I-T. I'm this. I'm that. I'm the shit. No, a lot of people don't love themselves, man. You can, and then once you really start to find that authentic self-love, you can smell it. You can smell the difference between cockiness, egotistical behavior, and true self-love. True self-love is quiet. Don't get it wrong. You can be confident and you can know your value and you can know your skills. That's confidence, right? But true self-love is quiet. It's humble. It's Still, it does not loud. It's not loud. It doesn't scream. It doesn't shout. It's the smallest thing in the room because when you remain in constant self-government, I'm talking about it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You have to remain in constant self-awareness and just be aware of your space and be aware of your body. Be aware of who you are. So. No matter where you are, who this person is that you may be speaking to, engaging with, talking to, wherever you are, your outside environment, what's around you, is not going to affect you at your core. You have to always come back to center. I know we live in a world, right, where you got crystals, you got chakras, the universe. Uh Uh-uh, baby. You got two things. You got self, you got God. Those are my two things, at least. And... I got to bring myself back to center. So if you could picture it as a cartoon version, imagine everything's going haywire around you. And there's just chaos and, you know, nuisance and bombs everywhere. It's just going crazy. You have to be able to draw from a power and just bring yourself back to you. Bring yourself, ground yourself and bring yourself back to your center and realize that none of this shit matters. You know, you have to walk into this world and love yourself because we are all the main characters of our story. We're all our POV point of view is from a first person point of view. Going back to AP Lake, 
Shout out to Ms. Bass, <laughs> my ninth grade literature teacher in high school. We're all going back to, you know, being the very first person in our in our story that we're telling. We're all the main character in our story. So I can go to the store and I see it from my point of view, but then there's Sally standing next to me and it's her point of view. But even though I'm a character in her story, I'm not the main the main character. So I say that to say you have to remain in self, constant self-awareness. Because the here's the flip side of it. When you don't remain in self-awareness, this is what happens, right? And I can speak to this because I've been living my life like this up until like two months ago. You feel me? <laughs> when you do not remain in self-government and self-awareness, you will be constantly twisted in the wind. You will be being pulled each and every direction. The You can walk outside. And the wind can blow and you you're gonna be you're gonna be blown left. And then another you know gush of wind will come to you and you'll be you'll be blown right and then you'll be blown up and you'll be blown down. Like if you do not have a constant sense of self, and if your feet are not planted firmly onto the ground, you will be thrown in, in any direction. You will be you'll just take whatever life gives you. You have to be grounded in yourself. Bring yourself back to your center. Because what that looks like is going to McDonald's and the person messes up your order. Now your day's fucked up, you know? Or you go to work and one of your coworkers is in a pissy mood because they don't remain in constant self-government and they're insecure. So now their shit is your shit. You have to remain in constant self-government. Breathe. Practice breathing exercise and meditate. Baby, I do it all. I'm in therapy. Like, breathe. Bring yourself back. Because for me, at least, it's so easy to just get from zero to ten. Like, <laughs> I be going. You feel me? I just get so out of myself. I allow people to just bring me all out of my body. And you have to just bring yourself back to your body and say, hey, assess the situation. What is really going on here? You know, does this even really matter? What what matters is you, your health, you know, your life, your brain, your activities, your children. If you have children, I don't know, your family, your loved ones. That's what matters. Not anything else, you know, um, and just being self-aware. And a part of self-love is being self-aware. And I think our first episode of Daily Doses was you know, scratching the surface of self-love. Because the thing about self-love that I think a lot of people do not tell you, self-love is is not linear. It's not a straight line, you know, up and down. It's it's very, it's very like vast. Self-love has no ending point. I'm going to be on this journey for the rest of my life. The way I see it, I just started it. I just started out on this love, this journey of loving myself and realizing, hey, I can change my mood if I'm having a good a bad day I can say hey I don't want to feel like this and I can just that quick I don't have, it's not a, it's not anybody else's call it's not affected by anybody else's business if I'm having a bad day I can change my mind and go on with the rest of my day I don't have to deal with things I can choose to deal with certain things now it doesn't matter where you are in your life, some someone, you know, listen to this, maybe 16 and you live with your parents and your life is a little different. 
you can always bring yourself back to you at the end of the day. Like literally, if you have to touch yourself, touch your chest and feel your heart, you are one person. Bring yourself back to you. There are situations that happen to me, for instance, where I've been done so wrong. And like I said, it's still fuck these people. (laughs) Like we're not giving these people any excuses or any, you know, passes because at the end of the day, people make their decisions, they make their choices. But with the work and where the healing and where you're actually going to benefit is where you look at it from the perspective of what is it about me? Because once you realize that you cannot change other people. There's nothing you can do about, you can't control what someone else is going to do. The only thing you can control is how you react to it, how you respond to it. And if you even let it occur in the first place, other people's perception of you and other people's, you know, reality of you that they've created in their mind has nothing to do with you. Nothing. It's not up to you to change their mind. It's not your job to change their mind. Fuck these people. Like, seriously, if these people are not of value to your life, and trust me, I've had people leave my life and I realized this, these people were of value to me. For instance, I had a friend, best friend, love this girl. When I tell you this girl is like, we family. Like, I have never cultivated a relationship with another female like this. It ain't no crazy stuff, but this is my family. I love this girl. She's a beautiful person. She's a beautiful mother. We were friends and we had a fallen out. Took some time apart and I realized this person brings value to my life. I love this person. She's a good person. And because I'm stubborn, as I mentioned about 17 minutes ago, and because I'm a prideful person, I'm, fuck it. You got to realize life is short. I want to love on the people that love on me. Let me see if I can, you know, bring this back. And so it took a lot to just reintroduce myself to this person. I love that. That was good. (laughs) Reintroducing myself to people because I'm a new person. I'm not the same person I was. I have to reintroduce myself every time I walk into a room, you know, full of people who haven't seen me. Because when I tell y'all I've been in the cut, I've been in the cut. (laughs) So no one knows what I've been going through. No one sees the work. And I have to pace myself. Don't get me wrong. I'm not ready to just jump back out there and just put, test out this and put myself in every situation. But, man, like, it's it's about pacing and forgiveness and remaining in constant self-awareness. Constant. Um, I missed you guys. It's about to be lit. It really is. So, I wanted to address um quick talking points because I feel like I'm talking about self-love and it's important like I mean everything that I'm saying but I find when I listen to podcasts I listen to a couple different podcasts for a couple different reasons so depending on how I'm feeling is what I will listen to if I want to laugh I'm going to listen to recovering party girls that shit is hilarious like I cackle I holler at work daily like it's they're ridiculous um then I have my um my self-love podcast I listen to balance black girl therapy for black girls um the common theme of my podcast that I listen to they're all black women like it has to be relatable with the exception of maybe one or two 
but the majority of the podcasts that I consume are ran by Black women. But one thing I think is missing, and not all of them, but it's easy for someone to get up, you know, on their platform or on their podcast and say, hey, love yourself, right? But they're not giving you actual practical ways to practice self-love. They're just saying, oh, go get your nails done. Like that shit, yes, don't get me wrong. I enjoy getting my nails done and doing all that, taking baths and whatever. But I'm going to just give you some practical, you know, ways to actually tap into your self-love. So really, really, really be intentional about these things that I'm going to mention and understand that they're going to work if you want them to. You have to put your money where your mouth is and they're going to, you're going to get as much out of it as you're putting into it. So, excuse me, friends. The first way, um, some practical practical steps to self-love is read more books. I'm sitting on my bed recording this episode and I have a plethora of books. I just ordered off of Amazon recently. Um, we're, we're going to need more wine by Gabrielle Union. Um, so that's what I'm currently reading. And then I'm also simultaneously reading um, After the Rain by, I believe her name is Alexandra Elise, if I'm not mistaken. It's like a self, self-love self book. A friend of mine gave me that book, actually, and I really like that book. So I'm actually reading two books at, at the current time. And when I'm reading them, I usually read these books when I have an urge to pick up my phone and scroll on Instagram or social media. I actually deleted Instagram from my phone, um, Facebook, all social media apps for almost a month straight and just try it, <laughs> like try that shit. It's crazy how how you'll feel because when I have a tendency to just pick up my phone, I'm going to pick up a book, literally. When's the last time you saw somebody with a book in their hand and like actually reading a book? It's It does something to the mind, to the soul, for me at least. I've always liked to read, so I'm reading more books. Second thing is to date yourself and spending time alone. So this was really hard for me. And at first I kind of didn't have a choice, right? So I was, I was literally forced to, not necessarily forced, but I I put myself in a position where I did not want to be around anybody. And this is something I'm still currently working on and still implementing every single day. So like right now I'm alone. Um, I spend a lot more time alone by myself than I do with other people. So I will go out and get myself food. I will sit at home by myself. I will put my kids to bed and, you know, read a book or clean my house or meditate or watch a video on YouTube that I think, you know, will help me out. So I think it's important to spend time by yourself because there's no way, I've said this before, there's no way that you're going to enjoy and I mean truly get the most out of what love has to offer you in a romantic relationship or a friendship or a family, whatever, if you do not like yourself. That's why people can be in a room full of people and feel alone. You have to like yourself because I'm telling you, I didn't like myself. I still don't sometimes. I'm like, oh, this sucks. I'm bored. I'm boring. You know, no, my company, I take me everywhere I go. So by dating yourself, what that looks like is doing things that you enjoy doing, but would otherwise kind of hesitate to do if you didn't have someone to go with you. So going to the movies is a is a form of self-care by yourself. 
going to an amusement park by yourself, going to sit at, I know it's intimidating to sit in a restaurant and order food and do the whole thing solo because you're not used to that. But, and I'm not saying it has to be your norm, but you have to be intentional and make time to do those types of things. Not just going, you know, to grab food and you're in your car by yourself. We all do that, but actually going out side of your comfort zone and doing something you would normally do with a person. And if you didn't have a person, you wouldn't do it. That's where the liberation is going to come in. That's where you're going to be like, well, damn. I, and then actually enjoying that activity. So for me, what I do is I have a really weird thing about just sitting by myself at like a restaurant. It's intimidating to me. Like I just don't want to do it. And I've done it a couple times and it's awkward at first, but it's only awkward for you. Like you're, no one's looking at you. Like, oh, ha ha. She's sitting by herself. No one's going to do that. If they do, fuck them. Like who does that? No one does that. So just date yourself. And if you don't feel comfortable spending, you know, time out, COVID, whatever your schedule doesn't allow you to go out, make time by yourself. And if that looks like putting your phone on, do not disturb, turning your phone off ignoring any requests to come out or for anyone to come over and you literally sit in your house or your room or whatever and you literally do something whatever that is whatever it is by yourself but enjoy doing it so that way it doesn't you know take away when a person does come into your life and they enjoy the same activities as you um i kind of already touched on this part the listening to podcasts um But I do want to clarify. So when I say listen to podcasts, I'm not talking about mindlessly watching podcasts or, sorry guys, that was my Bible app. (laughs) I don't know if you picked that up. That was God. You know, I've been talking to guys right now. Um, Right as I was talking about this, actually. That's funny. This point is very important. Listening to podcasts, watching positive videos, listening to uplifting music, just overall being intentional about what you're consuming. Sorry, friends. I got allergies. Just being intentional about what you're consuming. So what that looks like for me, for about a month, I didn't even pay my Netflix subscription. Sorry to my kids. We were spugging it out on YouTube. I didn't even pay my Netflix subscription because I was not consuming certain things. So even down to the music I would listen to every, and even now. So I'm kind of getting a little bit better. I'll, I'll watch a couple episodes of like girlfriends or maybe I'll watch like made or I watch a movie every, every now and then, but shows that I normally will watch, like there's a new season of insecure out. That is my shit. I've been watching that since the beginning there's a new season out and I have not, I've barely watched it. I haven't watched it. Everyone watches ghost power book, whatever, have not watched it. Like I just won't watch that stuff. Anything that I do, whether it's whatever I listen to, whatever I watch, whatever I hear, whatever I see, it is beneficial to my self-love and to my spiritual journey. So down to what I read, what I'm seeing, like I've even reprogram the algorithm on my TikTok to the point where if you pick up my phone, you go on my TikTok, you're not going to see random videos of girls doing whatever, whatever. 
literally you're going to see self-love TikToks, spiritual TikToks, like, because I've been intentional about only liking certain types of videos so that all I see are these types of videos. So to the point where I go to my, my TikTok and my Instagram for inspiration, I don't see certain things on my TikTok anymore. I've literally reprogrammed my entire feed. I don't, I don't dabble in Facebook. So that goes for social media. As far as what I'm consuming visually, I don't watch TV. When I do turn on my TV, what I usually will engage in is um, YouTube videos. So whether that be self-love videos or lately I've really been into Tony Gaskins. If you do not know who Tony Gaskins is, as a woman, you are sleeping. Period. You're sleeping. I have never, that's a whole nother video by itself. Like, I can't wait to do that. But Tony Gaskins, top tier. Top tier man, top tier human. Check him out. His videos have been on my like playlist nonstop for about a week now. I ain't even fucking around. He's the he's top tier. Um visually, like I said, my TikToks, things like that. Audibly, like what I listen to. Now don't get me wrong, I got my I have my moments where I'm like, yeah, like I'm kicking it, whatever. But for the majority, I don't listen to a lot of secular music. And that probably sounds like secular music. Like, <laughs> that sounds crazy. I don't listen to R&B for real. I do. Don't get me wrong. I am an R&B girl through and through. But when I say my, I'm being very careful about my ear because what I hear can consume me. And people don't realize that what you are intaking, whether that be what you're eating physically or what you are feeding your mind and your soul in your body, it drives you. It's literally like putting gas in your car. So what are you putting? What type of gas are you putting in your car? You put in premium, you put in diesel. What is going on? You know what I'm saying? Some You have to be intentional about it. So that is very, 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 very important. And it's a slow process. You are not going to do it overnight. You have to literally retrain your brain by the things you are watching, the things you're listening to, you would be surprised at how, what's the word I'm looking for? Influenced we can be by the things we watch, the things we listen to. Before you know it, you're having a good day. You turn on Megan Thee Stallion. Now you're ready to go pop your, pop your coochie and just acting a fool when you weren't even in that type of mood. You have to be able to shift your, your energy to being intentional about what you are consuming. That's that's step one. You have to change your entire your entire environment. Um, another point, spend time in God's presence. Read your Bible, watch your sermons. Um, you heard my Bible app going off. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie and say how you know read it every day or whatever. And that's just an app. I actually have a physical Bible that I, you know, keep next to my bed. Do I read it every night? No, I don't. That's in my planner, my business, <laughs> but it's available to me. And I do, I spend time in God's presence in other ways, but you know, inevitably the way to God is through his word. So get, get your word, you know, get your daily bread, as they say. A couple of sermons and podcasts that I really, really, really benefit from my top three Jerry Flowers, um, Black Man, dope, super cool. Michael Todd with Transformation Church. He's gotten really popular, like, out of nowhere. 
But he has a couple of sermons that I really, really, really vibe with and that I resonate with. And Sarah Jakes Roberts, like her sermons are, are two in particular called Girl Get Up and Wild Woman. Top tier. Like whenever I feel like I'm about to slip and fall and I can't get up, as DMX would say, listen, get my life every single time. Spending time in God's presence will help you stay on track. Because listen to me. Let me tell y'all why I'm even doing this, okay? <laughs> Let me tell you why I'm doing this. What is this, December? Ooh, time is just of the essence because it's going on. Back in, um, y'all hear these sirens? This is ghetto. This is ghetto. How rude. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I kind of touched on it earlier. I got to a very low place in my life about a couple months ago, probably about October. Um, I got to a place. Can these people, what is happening? Sorry, friends, you're going to hear this. How ghetto. <laughs> Mind your business. I'm going to just edit that out. <laughs> The point is, a couple months ago, I got to a really low, low, low place in my life. I've never been in a position like this in my entire life. Never felt like this. I was so low. Anyone who saw me or engaged with me or was interacting with me during that period can attest I was not myself. I didn't even recognize myself. Physically, I was present in my body, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I was somewhere else. And the driving force behind this, I'm not going to lie, I got my heart broke. Um, but I got my heart broken in more ways than one. And I had to, <clears throat> I was thinking about this earlier today. There's a certain strength and power when you have to literally piece yourself back together. There's no one for you to call. There's no drug, no drink, no sex, no anything. Just you and God. Raw, unadulterated, just pain. And there's nothing you can do but feel it and get through it. When you go through that and you pick yourself back up, I'm talking about brick by brick, piece by piece. I'm literally crawling, pulling myself up every day every moment it's nothing it's me and god i don't have you know i didn't have i didn't have anybody to call because you know when we're going through things we lean on our people right we lean on our family and our friends and our spouses and our children and we find comfort in the people around us and don't get me wrong i could have done that but i chose to instead of going outward for support i chose to turn my my, my sorrows inward. I wanted to feel it because I, I've never, I've been through pain before and I will go out where I will talk, talk about it to my friends. I will go out and, you know, get superficial advice, but the pain will come back. So I say that to say, when you are at your, one of your lowest points, your lowest point, just emotionally, right? Like just feeling naked and just I can't even describe the pain that I was in like and nobody knows about it no one saw it nobody saw it it was just me and 
God. Just me and God. I'm about to cry just talking about it, friends. <laughs> just me and God, you know? And when it's just you and God, that's how you know it's real. You know it's real when there's no audience or no one to put on for it. He sees the pain that you're in. And you know it's not by your own doing and your own strength that you are able to get up and function because it's not you. And it was not me. Like, it had to be God literally breathing life through my nostrils every single waking moment to get me to function. He helped me get myself back together. He kept me when I couldn't keep myself. And for that, I, I owe him all the glory. I was not myself. When I say I went through some crazy shit just out of my mind. But when you go through that and you pick yourself back up by the grace of God, I'm telling you, it's a, it's like a... A newfound strength. I got new wings. Like I got new shoulders. Like I walk different. I talk different. I move different. Because I did that. I picked myself back up. Me and God. So when everybody else is gone and withering away, I know I can always come back to center. And I can always go back to the one that created me. And I'm good. I don't need any outside validation. I don't need any material thing. I know that if I ever get to that point. Because you can't get no lower than that. Well, I was low. <laughs> I was low. I was low. And then somehow I'm, 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 I'm getting better. I'm better. I'm definitely not where I was, man. I was hurt. Um, so please spend time in God's presence. Whatever you're going through, even if you aren't going through anything and you're seemingly happy, spend time in God's presence. Because I'm telling you, there's no greater love than the love of the creator for you. That's real, real love. God is love. So you're going to feel that no earthly or human connection can compare to the connection you have with God. I'm telling you, you if you have any doubts about who you are, spend time in the presence of God. So that's that. <laughs> now, some, on a lighter note, I know that got kind of, whew, um, some actual things you can do and physically do. Um, make your bed daily. I'm sure people hear about that. Like, oh, make your bed. Up. <laughs> no, it's serious. Like for me, at least when I come, when I come home, my house is like my sanctuary. And it's just something about seeing my bed made up and that being together that really, really, really just solidifies my day, seals my day off. I'm comfortable. I'm home. Um, give your day direction. Buy yourself a planner. So, friends, I did something today. Boop. Once this episode is out, I'm going to post a picture of what I did when I mentioned um, this part. So come back to this part when you hear it. Buy a planner. I bought this planner from Target, and it's so cute. Like, it's amazing. I literally made myself my nightstand by my bed. It's literally so pretty. And I did that because it's inviting, it's enticing, it makes me want to plan my day. So I say buy a planner and schedule your day slash week and be disciplined. So do not buy a planner because it's cute and get a cute pen and take a picture of it and then you literally never use it again. Like I've done that. I've literally bought notebooks because they're cute and I'll take a picture next to some coffee and then I'm like, oh, that's cute. And then I never write in it. Like we all do that. No. Actually plan your day and be disciplined about it. When I say be disciplined, actually use your planner for one. Write what you need to write down, but 
be disciplined and stick to it. Like when you write something in your planner for that day, it gives your day direction. It gives your week's direction, your discipline. Be disciplined enough to actually implicate and do what you're what you say you're going to do for that day. And I'm not saying be a robot. That's not possible. I got two small children. I'm a full-time mom. I work 40 plus hours a week. Something's going to, a wrench is going to get thrown in my plans like every second. So to someone, oh, planning seems pointless. Absolutely not. So when these things do occur, for me at least, if I do get thrown off track throughout my day, I can, you know, refer back to my planner and I can say, hey, what am I supposed to be doing right now? If I've spent too much time doing one thing, if one of my kids is having a, a temper tantrum or a meltdown that lasts 30 minutes into my next plan for the day, I can go back to my planner and say, hey, I'm supposed to be doing this right now. Let me get back to that because it teaches you discipline. And to have self-love is to be disciplined because when you're disciplined, you respect yourself and you respect other people. Now, I want to tell you guys how you can be consistent in self-love because all of the things previously I stated are good and they're, you know, useful and they work, but none of it is going to stick. So you have actual practical ways to, to know, to, you know, get to know yourself and love yourself. But I'm going to teach you how to be consistent with it because this is a piece that I think is missing when I listen to podcasts about self-love. It's like, oh, this is what you can do, but it's, it doesn't tell you how to actually remain consistent in it. So you can do all of these things, but if you are not consistent with it, you're gonna you're gonna lose it. You know, if you don't if you don't use it, you lose it, right? So to hold yourself accountable, keep promises to yourself. So if you say that you're going to do something, do it. Just that simple. If you say that, hey, I'm going to spend an extra 15 minutes in the tub, do it. Make that a promise to yourself and say, I'm going to do that for me. Because by doing that, you start to trust yourself. You start to build a relationship and trusting yourself. Because for me, I have a hard time making decisions and sticking to those decisions. It could be something as simple as which color bra am I going to wear today? And I second guess even that because I don't trust myself. You know, I'm not holding myself accountable to the small things. So if something big occurs, like which man is good for me, I'm not going to be able to choose. So I need to be able to hold myself accountable, say I'm going to do something and stick to it. That is a form of self-love and it helps you be consistent. Now, another way that you can be consistent in your self-love is to work on your dreams slash goals. Like if, do something every day towards your goal. Now, Y'all gonna mind y'all business because my goals is my goals. And when I pop out, I'm gonna pop out my business. (laughs) But I have three goals set for the year 2020. Not gonna tell you what they are between me and God. When I pop out, I'm gonna pop out. But what I do is I do something every single day. So I have worked a full day of work today. Took my child to the doctor. Yesterday was my son's birthday. Um... Took my child to the doctor today. You guys don't know how hard, got both my kids a flu shot, you know, like I've been, child, if you guys can see my day, it's ridiculous. I'm up at 5 a.m., 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm dropping my kids off to daycare. I'm going to work. I'm working a full day's, you know, work, day of work. I'm either picking my children up or I'm running an errand right before I get them. So today, went to Target, got a couple things. 
Um, then I had to pick up my children, take them to the doctor. We were in there for an hour and a half, getting flu shots, came home, bath time, dinner time, bedtime. Now I'm sitting here recording this podcast because this is doing something every day for one of my goals. I love doing this. So this is what I'm doing. Um, do And you don't have to do it religiously, but do something small like once a day, even if it's watching a video on a skill you want to learn that is going to help you be better at your goal or just interviewing somebody, talking to somebody, do something towards your goal. Figure out what that goal is and do something every day, even if it's for 15 to 30 minutes, that will push you towards succeeding in that goal, that will hold you accountable, and that will keep you consistent in self-love. Take a day to rest. Let me tell you something. That shit's important. This will definitely help you be consistent. Do not overdo it. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm tired right now and I'm about to go to sleep. Take a day to rest. And whatever that looks like for you, for me, that looks like sleep. Like, sleep. I don't want to talk to you. My phone is off. Sleeping. Be restful. And be patient. Don't rush and don't procrastinate. Just let it flow. Let it let it come. And just love yourself. Love on yourself. And pray. Stay in communication with God. Um, Self-love is, listen... It's important and a lot of people don't have it. And once you have self-love, it'll start to change your entire life. Literally all your fucking problems can be solved with self-love. Literally all of them. Just love yourself. And I know it's like, oh, just love yourself. It's so simple. I just literally spent 25 minutes giving you a thousand and one ways to love yourself. Literally. It's not that simple. I have to give you practical steps on how to do it and how to remain consistent in it. And I hope it helps you. And these are things that I literally like have just um, learned along the way. I didn't know how to do this, you know, immediately right off of the bat. I had to learn these things. I had to learn how to you know, be consistent with it. And I still struggle with these things every single day. Um, but I, I wake up and I say, hey, like for, for example, this morning, woke up, didn't, get, didn't really sleep that well last night. And I was frustrated this morning. I was like, oh, don't want to go to work. I'm tired. Like, I'm, like I was genuinely tired. And I've been tired for like the past two or three days. I haven't had any really good rest. So it was just another day of knowing that I was going to be tired all day, but knowing because I have a planner that my day was full and, it, and that I had to be productive in it. And that was very hard for me. So it was irritating. I was like, damn, I'm tired. So getting my kids dressed for work or getting my kids dressed for school, getting myself ready for work. I was just super huffy and puffy and I'm, cur- I'm just frustrated. So I sent my kids off to school. Get them, you know, at, at, at school and I'm on my way to work. And the traffic is stupid. People are stupid. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. If you know what, like, these people are crazy with their driving. And it's ridiculous. So I'm like, are you kidding me? So I said, you know what? Like, I literally had to stop myself and I had to say, we're not doing this. And I literally said it out loud to myself as I was driving. I said, I am, we're not doing this. I'm not doing this. I am not having a day like this. It Nope. 
changed the settings of my phone. I put on some gospel. I got in the presence of God and I said, look, turn this day around. It's just started. We are not going to have this type of day today. You know what? As I was working and as I was going through my day, my day got better because I made the decision to change my mind and say, hey, we're not going to do this. We're going to have a good day. Um, You have to be intentional about it, friends. You really do because you're beautiful and you're worth it and you're amazing. And this episode's super long, but um, I'm glad to be back. I really am, friends. I'm trying to make the episodes a little bit longer, too. I feel like they're kind of short. So um, I hope you get a lot of love out of this. Um, And just remember to love yourself. Forgive people as you want them to forgive you. You're beautiful. And I got you. Same way I hope you got me.